Welcome to the Case by Case Basis podcast, where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis, because that's what we think everyone should do. Scottie Pippen, again. It seems like, you know, every time there's like a slow sports news time. Someone comes up and they send something out about Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen said this. Scottie Pippen's coming at Jordan again. Scottie Pippen is jealous. Scottie Pippen, you know, what? Scottie Pippen's wife is dating Jordan's son. I mean, it's like, I don't care. But, you know, that's kind of weird, but I don't care. But the latest thing is people have this snippet of him saying that he was as great as Michael Jordan. And, you know, people are clowning him for it and this, that, and the other. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. But I've always said, look, you know, y'all can call me a clown. Anything. Y'all can call me anything you want. Yo, go back and watch the tape, please. I mean, Michael Jordan was the flash. I get it. You know, Michael Jordan was the star of the team. Nobody was quite like Mike. However, Scottie Pippen is not that far off. Scottie Pippen can do all the things that Michael Jordan did. He was able to do it. He showed he was able to do it. So when Scottie Pippen says, I was just as great as Michael Jordan, it's not like you can say, well, you know, oh my God, look, dude, you weren't even close. Oh no, he was close. You know, we, we, we saw, and people forget, we saw, in 1994, when Michael Jordan had retired to go play baseball, on that three-point shot with 11 point with 11 seconds left in the game, that look, that foul could have gone either way. And if that foul's not called in the Knicks series in Game Five, the Bulls probably go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then the, the chips would have just fell. Where they, I mean, they, they, they probably could have beaten the the the, the, uh, the, the uh, Pacers that year. They probably could have went on and won another championship, fourth in a row without Mike. <clears throat> Excuse me. But look at this. Look at the last dance. That last season, when Scottie Pippen decided to get his surgery. And to rehab during the season. Look how slow the Bulls started without him. Not saying what would have happened. We don't know what would have happened. There's no way for us to tell. But the reason Michael Jordan was disappointed in the Scotty is because, look, okay, I'm out here by myself now. And yeah, I'm putting up points. And yeah, people are still uh, watching the Bulls. And yeah, we still have five championships, so so we're still the target. But I don't know if we're necessarily the favorite to win this year without that guy. So, I mean, people... Look, Scottie Pippen's the most underrated player in the NBA history. I've said it on many occasions... Uh, people who have been around me, you know, for the past, I would say, 15 years, when people keep calling him Robin, 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 said, dude, he's nobody's Robin. He was a, he was, if he was not 1A with Michael Jordan, 
a 1B with Michael Jordan, however you want to put it. He was the second best player in the NBA at the time. They, people were always trying to find who, who, who it was. And it, it, yo, you, you didn't have to go, you didn't have to leave the Bulls to find who were the two best players in the NBA at the time. So, I mean, look, if you guys want to keep climbing, look, just go to YouTube and watch a lot of these games. Michael Jordan was the highlight. Yes, he was. He was the face of the team. He was the man. But, look, that guy next to him, was able to do he was able to do what Michael Jordan was able to do put it that way he had the handle he had the size he was able to dunk on you if you gave him the ball as much as as you gave Michael Jordan the ball he would have been able to score as much he would have been able to do everything Mike was able to do so okay you know I understand that history is the further you get away from them the more Michael Jordan is exalted and the more Scottie Pippen is diminished. But if you were, if you were living in that time and you were watching these teams, you realize, you know what, hey, these guys were a dynamic duo and we're not talking about Batman and Robin. We're talking about Superman 1 and Superman 2. You know, so look, there's one and one A and that's it. That's it. So I'm not going to, you know, really knock Scottie Pippen for saying what he said. And, you know, all I'm saying is, look, check the tape. Tape don't lie. If you if, if, if you look at it objectively, you just look at it and say, OK, look. I'm just going to look to see the greatness of these two guys. Y'all see. And one more thing. Michael Jordan was not the defensive player that Scottie Pippen was. So Mike, so Scotty was able to do the things. Maybe not as great as Mike. I don't know. I mean, that's that's up for debate. You know, but I can you can definitively say that Michael Jordan was not the de- defensive player that Scottie Pippen was. So you can debate whether, okay, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, he did this, uh, he did this, uh, you know, greater than, than Scotty did that, did this better than everybody else, you know. I mean, he was a scoring machine. Michael Jordan was, look, Michael Jordan is, is widely considered the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. So, okay, that's fine. But everything Mike was able to do, Scotty was able to do as well, and he was a better defensive player. So, hey. Call it what you want to call it. But, you know, now it looks like sour grapes because it seems like Scottie Pippen just... He's, he's seeing his legacy diminished. And I think he's he, he's just coming out swinging. I think that's what it is. And I'll, I'll even venture to say this, and I'll end the segment right here. It could be said. Now, I have no evidence of this. Nobody's ever said this. Nobody's even interviewed Michael Jordan about it or anything like that. I'm going to preface it by saying that. But it, we don't know. Michael Jordan probably came back to basketball to save his legacy. He probably did. 
it, I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Jordan said, well, wait a minute. If they win a championship without me, what is that going to say about me? You saw what kind of guy he was in uh, in the last dance. Now, he's supremely confident. Yes. Supremely competitive. Yes. And and that competitor, competitor in him probably said, well, wait a minute. If they win a championship without me, then Scottie Pippen could be com- competing with me as to who people will say is the greatest basketball player of all time. Just saying. Could be. Like I said, I have no evidence of it. Nobody's ever said anything about it, but I don't think it's far from the truth. Just check it out. All right, that's the end of this segment. Uh, don't forget the app, the podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please give me five stars on Apple Podcasts and follow and subscribe on Spotify. I thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment of the show where I could be talking about whatever's on my mind. It could be sports, politics, relationships, or whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. So check that out. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Okay, what's on my mind? Okay, we're going to talk about Zion Williamson again. And... This thing that's been going on, that's been surrounding him, you know, because and the reason I bring up Zion Williamson is because people are now asking, should he be traded? Now, the Pelicans signed him to a five year contract, almost two hundred million dollars. I believe it was ninety one hundred ninety four million dollars. And. People are looking and asking, and I believe that the Pelicans are considering it, trading him, you know, to possibly get Scoot Scoot Henderson in the NBA draft. Now, I don't know. I mean, rumors always come up. I think they do these things to uh, create interest, more interest in the draft, especially if you watch ESPN, you know, they want people to tune into the draft because, you know, that makes them more money. I get it. But I I just think that a lot of these rumors are not coming out of nowhere. And I think that uh, the Pelicans probably could be considering this. And I think it's a combination of things. You know, one, let's call it spade a spade. Look, when you talk about just strictly basketball, he can't get on the court. I mean, look, he's a big guy. He plays very, very aggressive, and he's always injured. I think they, what, they said he missed, what, 60-something percent of his games since entering the league in, in 2019. And since that time, John Morant has become a star. Now, he, we're not going to talk about his off-the-court off issues, but he has become a superstar in this league. And, and Zion Williamson, who was picked above him, you know, we, we we can't get a glimpse of him. Now, it, it reminds me of years ago. And, and this has happened before, you know, when you had Greg Oden coming to the league. And, you know, if people saw Greg Oden play, 
before he got into the league when he was at Ohio State and people uh, saw videos of his high school game. Yeah, I mean, look, he was a good player, but he couldn't get on the court. He was often injured. So it's the same thing. But and okay, (laughs) let me leave out why I brought up not leave out why I brought up Greg Oden, because Kevin Durant got picked second. Excuse me. So, yeah, that's what happened. Kevin Durant became a star. Greg Oden uh, became basically what could have been. And hey, sorry, you know, uh, the injuries got him. You know, it, it shouldn't take away from, you know, how. What, what what a good player he would have been. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into that. Same thing with uh, with Michael Jordan getting picked after Sam Bowie. You know, people forget how good Sam Bowie was, and no one knocks the fact that Akeem Olajuwon got picked before him too because Akeem Olajuwon became a star. But I digress. The reason that we're talking about Zion Williamson being traded. I don't think it's just about basketball because I, I I believe eventually he will get back on the court. I believe that he's going to get back on the court this year. And I think if he gets injured this year, I think all bets are off. I think they, they, they're going to try to uh, just get rid of him. It's, 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 it's the five year mark after this year. And they're just going to say, look, we just got to cut our losses and, and do what we have to do. But the, to to talk about trading him a year earlier than that. Has I think has to do with all the other stuff that's been going on. Now you know, it's it's rumors come out about, about guys off the court all the time. You know whether it be partying or anything like that. You know I, I saw the Derek Jeter uh, documentary and uh, yeah I remember in New York you know people say he was a partier, a partier and stuff like that. You know there was there was slight rumors but there was nothing that became Derek Jeter's story. You know, okay, yeah, he would go to clubs. Nobody saw him getting drunk and, uh, you know, uh, staggering through Midtown Manhattan or anything like that. But no, he was seen at he was seen at parties. You know, girls liked him and, and look at him, he's Derek Jeter. So yeah, so those are the rumors. This Zion Williamson thing is something totally different. I mean, you have and we didn't have social media back then either, but now you have social media and. This off the court thing is becoming your story. And I believe that people in the front office, the one thing they do not want is this kind of publicity on your star player. Because your star player then gets known for more for for more for what's going on with his baby mama drama than what's going on on the court. And no one wants that to be the story of this of their star player, the guy who is basically going to be the, the face of their team. So I say that to say this, look, and I'm just going to say, look, even if he doesn't listen, he needs to get people around him that's going to say, look, you're not going to go out. Without us, <laughs> we're going to basically be your gatekeeper. Because people always have gatekeepers. Look, people are not going to have access to you in person without someone being around. And it's, it's, it's you know, I know people say, well, you know, you're treating them like a child. But look, dude, you're making childlike decisions. 
you know, your story is becoming more about women on 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 the internet with BBLs and and you know, porn stars and I I, I don't know I, I don't want to call them anyone out of their name, but that's becoming more of your story than what you're doing on the court because you can't get on the court. Then now people are probably going to start thinking, well, maybe that's why you can't get on the court. People are already questioning your conditioning. People are already questioning your eating habits. People are already questioning whether you take whether you take care of your body. And that's the one. Th- Look, your biggest asset when you're a professional when you're a professional athlete is your body. And if you're not taking care of that, and then we see all these other things that you're doing with your body, you know, I mean, and you have the right to do that. That's 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 that's, the, that's no big deal. And and other athletes do the same. However. It seems like that's becoming your story rather than being in the gym trying to get back on the court. And teams have to fight this all the time. This, 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 that's why they have PR teams. It's like, oh my God, we gotta, oh, we gotta try to clean this up. Or, you know, do, do we just let it uh, ride or do, or, or do we say something about it? It, it? it becomes too much, especially if you're not even. Not only are you not producing on the court, you can't get on the court. So now, what do we have now? Three days before the NBA draft, your name is coming up in trade rumors. Wow. What a difference, what, four years makes. I mean, you went from being people calling you. Wow, we haven't seen anything like this since LeBron James. Now they're talking about Wimbayama like that. And I'm just like, look, let, let, let. anyway, let the young man play a game in the league first. But yeah, your narrative is becoming basically an overplayed number one overall, an overpaid number one overall pick. Definitely not overplayed because you haven't played that much. Overpaid number one pick who just makes bad decisions. No one's getting hurt. <coughs> Excuse me. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting, uh, uh, you know, they're not seen in clubs and stuff like that. But, hey, you know, no, we don't want that neither. And the NBA, look, they should not be monitoring things like this, but. The way this information is coming out, no one had to monitor anything. If I know about it sitting here in suburban Georgia and people know about these things, the NBA didn't have to do an investigation. But you have to get yourself out of this situation. Look, something needs to pivot. And I understand, and I said on I, I said on one of my one of my past episodes that you know what sometimes you'll be talking to the wall, but you know, look, you are what 23 years old, 22, 23 years old. Somebody needs to get people around you that need to be your gatekeepers. And I, and you know what, whatever happened with with with, with this young lady. Uh, that you're having a baby with. I hope things work out and you guys, you know, work something out, whether you get married or whether, you know, you you, you have to pay you know, child support or whatever. I, I Take care of that baby. That's the main thing. But just don't get yourself in, uh, in, involved in all this drama because now you have other people saying, oh, I'm pregnant, mine too. I'm pregnant, mine too. I'm pregnant, mine too. If the story, 
at least for me, had just been, okay, LeBron, I mean, uh, Zion Williamson gets Instagram model pregnant. And people would have made a big deal out of it. They would say, oh, she's 29 with a baby. And and and, and why you get her pregnant? She got to be... I would have been like, so? <laughs> That's his business. I mean, why do people care so much? I mean, you know, those people are usually envious. Some, well, not, 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 uh, but a lot of them are envious because they want to be in, 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 in those shoes. A lot of them are. Let's call it spade a spade. But when you got three and four coming out and then text messages being released, oh, I'm going to give you $70,000. I'm still going to take care of you. And this, that, and the other. That's when it's like, dude, really? Oh my God. It's almost like somebody has to take your phone and give you a flip phone. It's ridiculous. I hope you come back next year for the Pelicans and play close to a full season, at least 70 games. I hope you're the all-star that people expected you to be. And this off-the-court stuff, look, just get that handled. I don't know if you you got to get some contracts in place and just say, look, this is what I'm going to do and just make better decisions on that front or learn from the situation. You know, I mean, you know, you're 22 years old. Look, the old, less than 1%, way less than 1% of people know what it's like to be in the public eye at 22 years old and have a $194 million contract. We can all say what we would do. All of us can say, oh, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. We've never been in that situation. None of us. I've never been 22 with that kind of money and this kind of notoriety. So, you know, and, and you know, you got into it. There, there were no instructions. Who's going to give you instructions? You know, probably some NBA guys can, can say, hey, you know what? Watch out for this. Watch out for that. Watch out for this. But, I mean, you been when you came into the league, you were, what, 19? You know, you probably think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. It's not gonna happen. Now it's happening to you. So I don't knock the fact that you got yourself in this situation. You know, I mean, people want to say you should you, you should have known better. How? None of us have been in that situation. So none of us can actually say definitively what we would have done in that situation. But now it's on you to learn from it. To say, well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be texting this other woman. Maybe I should get some people around me that, <clears throat> excuse me, will be A, no people, people who are going to tell you no. B, people who are going to be gatekeepers, who are going to say, okay, you know what? I understand you met this person on Instagram or whatever, but look, where are you going? And we need to know who this person is before they get access to you. You need to be the guarded uh, asset that you are. You need to get good people around you. I'm not talking about hanger-ons. People always go, hanger-ons are easy. You need some advisors who just say, you know what? Okay, look, pay them if you have to. Good advisors. Just say, hey, Okay, I, I understand that, you know, you want to meet up with him or whatever like that. And, you know, okay. But, nah, he's not going to be available because, you know, he's in the gym and, and he's resting and this, that, and the other. 
We'll get at you some other time. But that's what you really, 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 really need. Like I said, you need A, you need some uh, uh, advisors, and B, you need gatekeepers. Just people that just say, just keep other people, just, just, just keep certain people from being around you. I think once you clear that up and you get back on the court, I think you'll be able to have a successful career after that. You're going to have success. I believe you're going to have a successful career anyway, because hopefully, you know, uh, you're taking care of your body and, you know, people are going to speculate, oh, well, he needs to lose weight. This, like that. And yet, you know what? I'll let the NBA people handle that because, you know, they they know they've seen a, a, a whole lot more than I've seen. But yeah. Just looking on the outside, looking in, yeah, you could probably stand to lose a few pounds, especially the way you get up and come back down. Because every time you come back down, you know, that's all that weight on your joints. I know this. So, yeah. But anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, you know, we, 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 I, I want to see how great the Pelicans can be. I want to see how great Zion can be. But I, I want to see how great he can be just talking about basketball and not all this other stuff. So just if you ever listen to this, let me know what you think and we can take it from there. That's what's on my mind. You guys, you guys let me know what you think.